0: that's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: Basic Sorgonomics. Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here talking whatever the heck is on our minds, isn't it? Uh, of course, with me, as usual, is my wonderful wife and compatriot in Psychic Media Services and Sorgatron Media. It's Missy. Hi. Everybody's flaw on the Twitter.
1: I'm I'm not on the monitors, so I, I don't understand. what's Oh, we didn't over turn here. that
0: bit on. Hold on, that'll be on in a second. So, hi, we're on we're on the internet. What? I believe this is the internet.
1: This is the internet.
0: This is the internet.
1: I think I was on the internet most of the weekend. Yeah,
0: we kind of were, weren't we? So, uh, yeah. we're we're kind of recovering off of uh, podcamp Pittsburgh, the twelfth such event uh, that we've been involved in. It was a lot of fun. Uh, learned a lot. A lot of interesting things happened um so but you you in particular had had something you wanted to say or at least like a topic mm-hmm. on your mind with it and she's moving the mic this is a heck of a time Sorry. there we go Sorry. yeah bringing uh, it back around
1: yeah I, I, I needed to kind of regroup it here uh yeah so it's always interesting when we do the pod camp events because going into PodCamp, it's crazy 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 morning of PodCamp, i'm usually like why do we still do this but then I meet somebody at PodCamp, a couple of somebodies, maybe sometimes, and it reinvigorates why we do what we do with PodCamp. This year, I met Michael and Kate and Teo. So the three of them were the, were essentially reinvigoration for the, the reason that we do what we do. Um, so yeah, Kate was really interesting because she's starting up a project. And when she found out about PodCamp, it was one of those this thing is for free. You're kidding me, right? (laughs) So she came and she took part in some of the sessions on Saturday. And then Sunday during the time that we allotted to talk to our experts, again, for free, she was able to talk to people about her podcast, her website, and her social media outreach for everything. And talking with her just made it really like, it, it gave me that ah thank you kind of moment because it's it, it, it made it made me feel warm and, and cozy inside because somebody appreciates the fact that we're putting forth our time and effort to do this
0: it, and it's definitely um, every once in a while you need you need to get a little bit of perspective of somebody outside right like you know we, we have our head down doing this a lot right yeah and uh, you know we we don't kind of maybe assess the value the way others do in what we're able to do and the tools that we're using and the knowledge that we have because it's kind of just everyday for us.
1: Well, and it's interesting that you just mentioned the value of it because, again, this is a free event.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We organize it, we put it together, it's a two-day conference, it's a free event, and Michael, again, one of, one of the folks that we met this weekend with everything, found out about it a couple of days beforehand hit us up, wanted to volunteer. So he was at the registration table for a good bit of the weekend with us. And when I was talking with him after the fact, just to kind of touch base and and see, you know, you learned stuff that you were coming here to learn. And he had a lot of good things to say about the conference. And his coolest takeaway was, yeah, if I would have been doing this with other conferences that I've done similar to this, I'd be looking at paying, you know, almost 500 bucks for, for a ticket. And for this event, I wouldn't have any problem paying that 500 bucks mm-hmm. for this event. Mm-hmm. And you do it for free.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting because I've, I've looked at a lot of other conferences and I've looked at like, you know, and, and you know, ones are like maybe 30, 40 bucks. And, and even those big, like, you know, we were looking at tickets for the five, $700 uh, podcast movement, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and I keep looking and I was just like, what it, am I going to get that kind of value out of it? You know, we're not a, and obviously those are kind of aimed at, um, I'm a corporation that has a bunch of money and want to dump it into podcasting to make more money. Right. It, it, you know, it, it's kind of hard for little lowly small business podcaster to drop 700 bucks to, for a conference to see Kevin Smith speak about podcasting. You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Networking's great. Mm-hmm. In those cases, but I don't know what new information I'd be able to get that I couldn't find online, that I couldn't find at other conferences that are much cheaper than something like that.
1: Yeah, so because like it's it's really interesting because one of the questions that we do ask is, you know, at the beginning of, of the weekend is how many of you author this is your first podcamp? And this year we had quite a few people raise their hands. So we actually I think had more new First time attendees this year than we did we have in the past in comparison, and the other thing that we usually do is we ask after the fact. So who's who's going to take the information that they learned here, and they're going to apply it to whatever they're they're doing out there. And again, we had quite a few people talking, and you know, yeah, this you know I found out the information to what I need to do with my podcast. The reason that you know it's it's been a little bit difficult is because I haven't had the right microphone, or if I haven't had the right microphone, I didn't have the right settings for it. So they were able to, you know, literally talk to our experts and troubleshoot everything and get some tips and tricks for, for making the most of what they have available. So we're not telling people to go out and buy, you know, $600 microphones. No, we're telling people, this is the microphone you're using. This is how you can work around and, and get it to work well for you.
0: I think it's funny. It, it's not the one that uh, it's not the one that we use for for recording necessarily, but uh, I have in front of me. This is actually just kind of a spare microphone we have for some of our remotes. Uh, a blue yeah. microphone, which goes for forty or fifty bucks right now. And I, I, you know, these are so cheap. I have a couple of them, just in case we need to do like a recording somewhere.
1: Well, yeah. and, and even your your remote guys for your in-house podcasts, like the podcast, the ma'm show. yeah. That's what they use. Either we have sent it to them or we have told them, you know, get one of these because it works well and it's adaptable. Absolutely. Uh, I know that Amanda and Steve with Bold Pittsburgh with the Bold Nights Out and now the Bold Sports, they use a snowball mic and they pretty much sit it on their coffee table while they're talking and and they record their episodes that way.
0: Which maybe isn't the most recommended. Like I was really big in my session uh, this time about like, you know, get close to the mic. Because, you know, you, you get that room sound and, and you're able to narrow it down more. You know, that's why I'm really on top of this thing. And I tell you guys on the couch to do the same thing. Um, but the same with this, you know, and, this, and I don't know if this one has the adjustment, you know, to be so room like it, it would just pick up the whole room. But that's not always a great thing. But, um, but no, it's, it, it, but, but, but it's enough. Like I, I was going through some people's podcasts like from this weekend or, or that I've discovered from other networks that we're, we're affiliated with. And, um, you know, it, it's, some of them have that roominess to them, but it's still not bad. It's still listenable and the content's great, right?
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's funny that you're talking about it because one of the sessions that I did this weekend was, um, monetizing your, your podcast mm-hmm. And one of the questions that I had was what are the three things that you would recommend for trying to monetize your podcast? And I said, first and foremost, make sure that your content is worth marketing because if you have a really great, you know, if if you're not engaging, if you don't have a great concept, it's going to be difficult for people to get it. The other problem is, is that if it's not a quality product, so I literally breathed into the microphone like this. I'm like, so you're, you're talking in your podcast and all of a sudden you have this in the background. <laughs> you know, it's it's not gonna sound so good. And you know, the people who are monetizing it, they're gonna look and be like, All right, these people are using whatever they're doing, they're not doing it very professionally. And they're not gonna take it as seriously. If if they're listening to it and while you're talking, and they have this in the background. <laughs> like I legit did that into the microphone at podcamp. But it's true. Like it, it makes a huge difference with it. Um so I had a couple of those those people from from that discussion come up and say, you know, hadn't really thought about it, but yeah, you're you're right that if I'm trying to get people to monetize it, they kind of have to be able to take it seriously. So how do we fix this? And I referred them to, you know, the the other sessions that we were doing. Um, there, there was another presenter there that's doing the Social Voice Project. He literally brought a handful of microphones with him, and he was talking about the difference that. A good quality microphone makes and he had samples of different microphones and what the difference with the audio input for each one does. You know, so you've got your directional microphones, you've got your room microphones, you've got your, you know, lower end kind of option things like you were talking about with yeah, your a you know blue all snowball. laid
0: out there like, like it's like mm-hmm. he had a um i mean he he, he just had like a bandolier of, of microphones and it was pretty great i posted that picture and and, and i need to rework it because it didn't work out great as the cover to the pittsburgh podcasters group and buzzy over at epicast is like he recognized something and called it out on the post already because he's I, like I, I that he's too. just he's an audio nut right like he yeah. knows all those microphones and what they do and everything like he's high on the audio side of things, right, mm-hmm. uh, whereas I'm more the video side of things, obviously, right, so we it's come from different worlds doing the same thing, you know, in the same space, so it's really interesting, but.
1: Well, and the other cool thing is that doing the stuff that you've been doing, even though you're video-based, you have started, you have become an audiophile mm-hmm. over the past, you know, decade or so, primarily because I know we'll be watching something on television, and you're just sitting there, you're like, oh, my goodness, I can't do this anymore, and I'm looking at you going, what are you talking about? You notice that there's a sound delay or that there's some sort of weird noise that that it's picking up in the background or whatever. And it drives you absolutely insane. Whereas I'm so looking at it going, I didn't notice or I noticed it, but it wasn't that bad. So no, I, I think that you've become an audio engineer based on your podcasting for the last...
0: You, you do by exper- experiential. And I don't know, you know everything there is by audio. I can't recognize, oh, that's a cardioid, that's a you know, Omni mic, you know, or, or, or things like that, and sometimes in my head, that even gets switched, which is which, you know, <laughs> and, but I know what those are, and I know the concepts, and just by, I know those microphones behave a certain way, I know this microphone behaves a certain way, and swear by those microphones for, like, guest work, or anything like that, you know, like, that's the kind of things, we've picked up on i understand the necessity necessity of a pop filter on both of our mics right um um you know I, I understand how the gain works and how that helps remove a lot of the room noise in here when we do our live streams like and, and that's a lot of trial and or, or trial and error and paying attention you know so but but no, i and i had and you know going back to your original point no i had a lot of the similar kind of things. Like I I love listening to people, you know, that have ideas or and also have already been executing ideas and just want to make that idea better. Mm -hmm. Because I I, I, in the keynote I I kind of harped on a little bit of and I I do just all the time like, hey hit record. (laughs) You know? Uh, and, and even, <laughs> even, even like, you know, uh, there's, there's a lot of, I love when I put a statement out like that. And then I was, I sit in our session that has a different, like the first thing about podcasting is that it sounds good, you know, versus, well, no, you you can't get to that point if you didn't hit record first. And, 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 and there's different levels and we, and I kind of get into and explain that, but there, it's also great to talk to people that have started a thing like, uh, our uh, cockpit, uh cocky cockpit. Uh, one guy that was in a lot of our podcasts and video workshops over the weekend. Um, and, and I guess the, the whole crew was in some of our Saturday stuff too, mm-hmm. right? Chat with him. And these guys already have 20 episodes. He realizes Oof, we got to bump up our quality. They're already going to comic cons and doing shows and things and doing videos. And like, he's, he's, he's stepped into all the right places, even beyond just, I'm doing a podcast. Now what do I do? It's like, I'm doing a podcast and I'm making video content. And I'm going to cons and getting in front of people. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, yeah, you're already doing half the stuff I would tell you to do, anyways. Yep. And taking advantage of opportunities, and you just need to, you know, like like Doug and I are just looking. It's like, wow, yeah, I like how you did this, but make sure you do this too. You know, yep. it, it, It's additional and and um, um, updating instead of just, uh, hey, start here, <laughs> you know, yeah. which is kind of interesting and probably. Probably in the long run more valuable, you know, to 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 kind of break that down and say, and have somebody say, "Hey, you know, you could do a little better with this part." Like I know we we we've had a thing recently where we're like we're telling everybody like, "Hey, we got to do this with our website." Da 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 da, da. Then we look at our our own website like, "Oh crap, we haven't touched these for a while," and we need to do something about this, you know. And that's now on the list of things that we're going to take care of here in the very near future. Um, you know, you you. You're better at telling every other everybody else how to do their stuff better, and then sometimes you need to look on your own. and And if you're especially somebody starting, like like Cocky Cockpit or these other people that we talk to, um, you know, they're doing it and they don't know what they don't know. And you know, you look at your thing next to, you know, uh, some other podcasts you follow, comedy podcast. You know, every time I I mentioned podcasting. Uh, to people not at podcast you're like oh i love podcast joe rogan you know that's what they think a podcast is mm-hmm. was a guy like joe rogan doing it basically in a radio studio
1: <laughs> well that's that's like one of the one of the big things we were joking about this afterwards too is when we've been doing all of the research on our end for stuff the first thing that people usually ask is I'm I'm trying to monetize my podcast. How do I do that?
0: Cool. So are we. <laughs> well, here's, here's. But no, no but uh, we, we, but we, you know, have part part of it figured out. We're trying. We're trying all kinds of different things.
1: Here's the thing that I was just going to tell them, Sorg. Mm-hmm. is that the biggest thing that I've learned, and this is one of the things I touched upon in my podcamp thing, was all the stuff that I've been sh- that I've been looking at, the numbers and everything are based on how many tens of thousands of listeners you have, or how many thousands of listeners you have, how many downloads is is the biggest thing. And for a lot of them, the threshold is 10,000 downloads. And so like I was talking about how in my, my session, I was jokingly about the 10,000 downloads, because if you look at any podcast that you generally look at, and it's not one of the ones that's more nationally known, it's not, you know, uh, Name, sort of name some, some popular podcasts for me here.
0: The ones that are not Joe Rogan kind of things, things like back to work with Merlin man, things like quit with Dan Benjamin, things like, um, I mean, like, I guess we can say stuff from the Twitter network this week in tech, this week in Google, Mac break weekly, um, tech yeah. news today with Tom Merritt. Yes. Yeah, so you're, uh, you're cord not. cord killers.
1: You're not one of those guys. Um, you know you're not a famous famous wrestler who has turned to podcasting right
0: you're not edging christian you're not a stone cold steve austin you're not jim ross you know and even those guys i think everybody that i named for the most part or at least the people on their network have come from i'm a writer that's done this i'm a tv personality that's done this so they didn't start a podcast one day as the thing to grow
1: yeah, so like they start out with an automatically embedded audience where you know for them to get ten thousand downloads is is nothing. Uh, for those of us who've been working at it for a bit, it's a little bit more complicated, and you have to take into a, a whole different scheme of of things on what you have to offer. Because in addition to your podcast downloads, like for us, for instance, we have our video integration for our Facebook feeds, we have our YouTube videos, we have our social media. Input for things.
0: You know, motorcycle's rolling by. If you hear
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was one of those things where, like, I was joking around about the the ten thousand downloads thing. That it was, jokingly, it was ten thousand downloads. <laughs> and that became like our just for the weekend. On the way to
0: Mad Max to get our Gobleritos as the P- we survived pod camp again organizer meal. Uh, yeah, that was. I heard a lot of that in the car.
1: Yeah. So uh, it was. It was just kind of one of those things that even though you're not getting 10,000 downloads, that's a goal to strive toward. Mm -hmm. And the idea of PodCamp is to kind of help you set the stones in place to to kind of get there. And it's, again, the coolest thing about it is, it's a free conference that we had a lot of people, not a lot, but we had a few people come up after the fact and say, I'm really glad that I attended this because I I got this information for free during the sessions on Saturday. And then here I am sitting with you guys on Sunday, and to put it in perspective, most of the most of the experts in the field that we had available for Sunday discussions generally charge clients anywhere between seventy-five and a hundred dollars an hour for consultations to do exactly what we just did with for them for free.
0: Yeah, what do we? we- how what did we say there was like uh, uh, like four hundred dollars of consultation hours or something like that? Yeah, something you know, ridiculous like that. Considering all of the, the fees that most of us would charge that were in the car for for what we do.
1: Yeah, and yeah. and we literally did it for free, just hanging out with people on on Sunday, and it was great. And like I said, I know that uh, Kate's probably sitting at home today working on a bunch of bunch of cool things for her project that she's working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned our, our friend Cocky Cockpit over there. He's, I'm sure, taking a lot of it into consideration, um, putting together an action plan forward. And I know even as far as like PodCamp itself, the PodCamp organizers, we're sitting down and we're putting things into, into motion for the future of how this is going to roll and what we're going to be doing with it.
0: We're going to work today and and using the things. I just did a Facebook live today around one of my clients registration things in in the office as a big tool for them. I mean, it's just a lot of application.
1: Yep. So I guess, I guess the, this one boils down to just do it. Take the opportunities that are available to you, learn Mm -hmm. the stuff that you can learn, put it into action and see what works for you because, again, what works for one person isn't going to necessarily work for another person. But you at least have that basis that you can then tweak and work for, for your own network stuff. But yeah, it's just get out and do it. Just do it.
0: Yes. Somebody else did that and probably covered it. That so yes. I, if you're doing your thing, please let us know. Uh, hit us up on here or any of our social medias at Sorgatron on the Twitter, at Rebellious Flaw on the Twitter, at Sorgatron Media, at Psychic Media Co. Um, you know, hit us on any of those and we'll see it I mean, messages, Facebook's, um, whatever the case, and we will listen, we'll watch and we'll, we'll critique and we'll let you know, you know, what we think and, and, and help you move forward. You know, I mean, that's what we do regardless, uh, you know, for community and, and clients. So, and a reminder uh, this Sunday at 1 p.m., right here in the studios, um, across the street from um, the taco stand. That's that's our taco
1: stand and beach, you the one in Brookline. Yes,
0: I can't tell you what used to be there. It used to be a food land, now I'm getting yizzard directions. Um, is where the the food land used to be. No, that's the wrong accent, but anyways, it's back in my roots, but (laughs) <laughs> but anyway. it'll be this Friday, 1619 Broadway Avenue here in the Beachview neighborhood. Free coffee, free conversations. That dog is chasing every a car. There he goes. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's distracting out here. Uh, but anyways, uh, thank you so much, everybody. That was a part of PodCamp Pittsburgh. And we'll see you guys next time. Basic sort. With lucky landslots,
1: you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?